All right. Uh, thank you. And good evening. It's uh, such a pleasure to be here with you uh, again this evening. My name is Paul Caradry, and I'm part of the senior leadership team at City Life Church in Portsmouth. For those of you that are watching for the first time. And this evening, it's such a great delight to welcome uh, Naomi uh, Takor. She is a, a member of our church along with her husband, Deepak, and their three wonderful children. And uh, Naomi uh, is an advisor to our children's ministry and uh, to our creche. And uh, we're so delighted that you're with us uh, this evening, Naomi. And tonight, we are going to talk about our project, Love Your Neighbor. And I know that you have been very uh, instrumental in this with uh, evangelism and reaching out uh, to your neighborhood. And so I'm going to turn this over to you now and uh, share with us some of the great things that have happened during this uh, time uh, when you've been able to get to know your neighbors better, find some new friends, and reach out, more importantly, with the love of Jesus. Well, good evening, Paul, and hello to everyone that's tuned in tonight. It's really great to see you here. I'm in the studio at City Life Church. It's the first time I've been here, so it's really exciting to be here tonight to share with you all. Like Paul said, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the Love Your Neighbour campaign that we've started here during the lockdown season at City Life Church. And for those of you that haven't heard about what this campaign is about, basically it's an opportunity for us as the church to nominate our neighbours to receive a free food package from City Life. And for me, I really wanted to get a hold of this campaign and really get involved because I just thought it would be a really great way to introduce myself to more people in my street, something that I'm really passionate about, seeing salvation in my road. So I thought that this would be a really great opportunity to get connected with more people, not only bless them with some food, but also have the opportunity to extend my relationship with them, develop that and be able to share, obviously, the love of Jesus with them. And I've seen some really incredible things as that ha as has happened. And um, so far already, I think I've been able to give food out from the church to 45 people. That equates to 18% of my road already. And my dream and passion is to give a food parcel to every single household in my street. There's 87 houses, so I've still got a bit of a way to go, but that's what I'm going to be preparing to do. And for me, like I said, it's just been a really great opportunity to connect with people in a deeper way. I decided to look for people that were in need at the start of lockdown, those that might be isolated, elderly, living on their own, those that were vulnerable, that had health issues. And so I just connected, first of all, with a neighbour who I knew had health issues and hadn't seen them for a long time. And I just put a parcel on their door with a little note and it says, this is a gift from my church, City Life. We nominated you to be blessed today. God thinks you're great. We love you lots. And just gave them the food. And the response was absolutely amazing. She sent me a message. She said, I'm too choked up to call you, but I just wanted to say how overwhelmed we were and thankful for the gift. In fact, they were so encouraged and supportive of what we were doing that they are now regular givers to the church and the ministry of wow. the Love Your Neighbour campaign, which is incredible. Um, I've also that had the opportunity... I've also had the opportunity to share Bible scripture regularly with people that have received food. I've had the opportunity to pray for people. And it's just been really encouraging to reach out to my neighbours and see God do some incredible things. 
That is, uh, that's, that's amazing, Naomi. And, you know, uh, what we also uh, need to remember with this, you're doing your part in your street. And, um, you know, back at the church every Thursday uh, so that this can happen. Uh, we have uh, just a few people that put those packages together. And uh, I know Pastor Laura Harmon has worked tirelessly uh, on Thursdays along with Josiah to put those packages together. And I'm sure that tonight, as they're listening to what you're sharing with us, they are blessed, uh, if only for your street, for what you've been able to do. They have been a, a, a part of that, making that happen uh, with what with what. You can get the packages, and uh, that's amazing that you've already covered 18% um, of, of, of your street. And I'm sure, knowing you and your uh, enthusiasm and tenacity, you will continue uh, to uh, in increase that percentage. So continue on and just tell us a few more things. You can talk to us about um, how, how you've coped with this current pandemic yourselves. What have you learned uh, from it? Yeah, I know we find ourselves in really strange and uncertain times with this um, coronavirus that's come across the whole world. And I think for me, right at the start, a really important thing to do was to encourage my, you know, City Life family and fellow believers, just to let people know that, you know, God is sovereign, God is in control, and we are going to be the voice and we are going to be the support and help that the world needs in this time of real anxiety and turmoil, turmoil and tragedy that we find ourselves in. So one of the th first things I did at the start of lockdown was I wrote some cards of encouragement to the church family. I think I wrote near on 100 cards and just sent them out to as many people as I could within our church just to encourage them in their faith, build them up and just kind of help them stay on track in this time that we found ourselves in and that has been a real encouragement for me as well I've received a lot of encouragement and support back which has been really great but I just think you know the world is literally looking like it's shaking and trembling and we as the body of Christ and the people of God need to really stand up and rise up in this time so I've done a lot of personal growth and development I've been studying the Bible more I've been looking at end times I've just been like really enjoying getting into God's word deeper and spending more time listening to his voice and what he has to say to us in this season. And uh, I, I know for a short while your, your, your mom and dad uh, spent some time with you there, but what, what, what's it been like with three small children? How, how have you coped uh, by being uh, unable in the beginning of this pandemic not to, to go out and, and, and even visit people? How, how have you dealt with that? How have you kept uh, your children connected with, with, with other people outside of your home? I'm really blessed with my three children. They are absolutely incredible little human people. <laughs> human people. And um, yeah, it's been really great. The two little ones are probably too young to really know what's going on. Little Jesse, he's just turned seven months, so he doesn't have a clue what's happening. So he's quite happy enjoying life. And Jonah is... Um, He's 20 months now and he's doing great. He's he's not talking, but he's having lots of fun playing in the garden. Thank, thank God for the lovely weather we've had. And then we've got Esther, who's just turned three this week. She's got lots of energy, so she loves getting out and about. So at the start, it was interesting just spending time all day in the garden, getting the paddling pools out and just having lots of family time and fun together. 
it's been really great having my parents stay as well. Three generations in one household, really lovely. Just all, you know, working and supporting each other together and looking after each other has been great. And connecting with other people, we've used Zoom. Esther's been doing Kids Church on Zoom with Bethany, and that's been really good and encouraging for her to hear some stories from the Bible and just get her faith built and developed as well. And we've been doing WhatsApp video calls to India for Deepak's family, and it's just been really, really great staying connected. Wow, that's that's great. Just just tell us a little more uh, about the, uh, the the Zoom. Uh, calls that uh, Esther was having with Bethany and, and the other kids. There are people watching tonight that may have uh, never heard of, uh, of what we're doing in that area and may want to be a part in the future. Just share with us just for a few moments how effective that was and how easy it is. I think some people think that a Zoom call is very challenging, uh, but we have used it to, uh, to great effect uh, during these last few months. Yeah, we have a really great children's ministry here and it's been really good to see Bethany and the team like really wanting to connect with the children at this time. And um, Zoom is just a really easy platform to use. You can see everybody's face at the same time so everyone can be involved. It's like you're, you're together even though you're separated. And Bethany's just had a really great program in place where she shares a Bible story with the children. And then there's an opportunity to ask questions and listen to the children, see how their week's been. And then opportunity for the children to pray together and just, you know, connect on a deeper level and find out more about God. It's been really great. And yeah, if you want to get plugged in with that, then you can drop an email to the church office. You can find us online, myclc.org. And um, yeah, there'll be someone at the other end to receive your call or your email and give you some information about how your children can get involved in that. Okay, that's great. At the end, uh, before we finish the broadcast, we will uh, put on the screen the various points of contact that we have for the office. So those of you watching, have your uh, paper and pens or your, your, uh, your iPhones ready to jot down the details should you want to contact the office and find out some more. So Naomi, do you have a scripture and a few short words that you want to share with us at this time? Yeah, I do. My scripture comes from 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 8. And um, it's a little bit of a strange one maybe to encourage everybody and inspire people. But I hope that's what it's going to do. And it's very short and it's very simple to the point. And it says, the Lord Jesus will slay him, that is the enemy, with the breath of his mouth. And when I heard that, I've done a little bit of teaching and studying on this. And I was just like, wow, that's absolutely incredible that just the breath that comes from the mouth of God is enough to knock the enemy flat. So basically, the enemy is weak. He has no power and he's basically in a defeated foe. And God is absolute power. He's mighty strength. And the incredible thing is that it's not just God that is all powerful and almighty, but as believers, we have that same power indwelling us. God comes and lives in us and we have that mighty power at work in our lives. We are carriers of that power and that means that in the midst of this chaos and turmoil that we find ourselves in and not underestimating the tragedy that this virus has caused, I myself has, have been personally affected, my family and close friends have died or suffered as a result of this virus. So I'm not underestimating at all the damage that it has caused but we can be assured that our God is far greater and the power that he has is tremendous and it can really do some incredible 
good in this world at this time. And I think that's a really important thing for us to remember, that the breath of God, the power of God is alive and working in us today. And we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Sometimes I think that's really hard to get your head around, that that power that raised Jesus from the dead belongs to us and we have that authority in us as well. I just think that's amazing. And that's not just my words, that's straight from scripture that the power that raised Jesus from the dead is ours as well. And so, you know, if you're listening tonight and you're not really sure, you're feeling a bit anxious, you don't know God, you don't know who this God is that we're talking about. I really believe in a God that has tremendous power that doesn't do social distancing because he wants to be close to us. It says when we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. So tonight, just know that that breath of God, that power of God can be yours if you just ask him. Amen. That was uh, very uh, encouraging and maybe for some people enlightening. But you're absolutely right. The power that raised Jesus from the dead, because we have Jesus's DNA, dwells within us. And uh, there's a very good point you brought out there. Sometimes I think we forget the amount of power that we have within us. Yeah. We just have to. We just have to pull it out and, uh, and, and put it into action. So uh, before uh, I ask you to pray for us and, uh, and, and bring this to a conclusion, is there anything else that you want to talk to us about, to share with us tonight, to encourage us? Maybe um, you, you could share with us a few things that have happened with Faith and Football, uh, where you're a director with uh, Mickey Mellows. How was that? Uh, how has the pandemic affected us? I know Josiah, one of our interns, has been doing a little bit of work with you guys and making some uh, fun videos and, and sharing. Uh, how, has, how, has, how has that ministry continued on during this time? Yeah, so obviously it's affecting everybody in all spheres of life. And for us, it's definitely had an impact. We've been going into schools um, doing our programs, colleges, we've been doing sports centres, football. So all of that has literally come to a halt. So we've just been really excited at the challenge of connecting with people in a different way, new way. We've been using Zoom. Uh, so our football league has gone on to Zoom, which has been quite interesting, doing different things with the children, quizzes and just keeping them connected. We've also been making weekly phone calls to people that are vulnerable. We've got a lot of elderly volunteers. So we've just been really trying to stay connected to them as much as possible. And as far as reaching people with the gospel, that is like one of our key aims. So we've been looking at new and interesting ways of doing that. We've been doing Bible studies. We're starting up some new pre-alpha groups and just start trying to stay connected as much as possible with people around and about. And have you found uh, that as you've done that, people have been receptive uh, to what you're doing and receptive to the gospel? Yeah, absolutely. We've had a lot of traffic through our Facebook page and people have been sending messages in as a result of some of the things we've been posting to encourage people. We've also had some uh, messages come through about people saying, you know, I'm starting to think about reading the Bible. This is non-Christians and they're saying, you know, I don't know where to turn to. I don't know what to do. So we've had some really great opportunities to post out some Bibles to people and give them some pointers of how to start reading and start a relationship with Jesus. So, yeah, it's been really good and there's going to definitely be some fruit coming from it all. Well, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for that. I know there are a number of people from uh, City Life Church that uh, 
work with you in that and help you as well in different ways. And I think it's great to hear what uh, is happening in our city. Sometimes uh, these thing, things are happening that we're not always aware of. And uh, you have a very active role uh, with City Life with what you do in the kids' ministry and, uh, and other areas that you're involved in. You're also involved in this great work, uh, Faith in Football. So you are uh, a great catalyst for reaching out to people that need to know Jesus and that need evangelizing and that need help. And I think that's great. And uh, thank you for all that you're doing uh, and all that you've done. And I know uh, the best is yet to come, Naomi. Amen? Absolutely. Amen, yeah. And what I'd like you to do right now is if you would pray for us, um, uh, whatever you feel God lays on your heart to pray about, uh, for people that are watching this tonight that may not know Jesus. And uh, for those that do know the Lord but are feeling a little cut off um, and, and perhaps a little lonely at this time, perhaps a nice uh, a prayer of encouragement would be would be good as well. Anyway, I'll leave it with you. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, Paul. I'd actually like to pray a prayer that comes from Scripture. I've got it here. It's from Ephesians chapter 1. And it says... I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he has called, his holy people who are, who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church and the church is his body it is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself so Lord I just echo that prayer and just say will you come and just indwell us and fill us with your power may you reveal yourself to those that are seeking and feeling lost at this time and may you just build up your church and strengthen us to stand up and speak out your truth in this time that we find ourselves into. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Naomi, it's been such a delight and pleasure uh, to meet with you this evening and uh, talk around things uh, that, that we're doing in a practical way, but also to look at the Word of, of God as well. And, um, you know, tonight when we finish, we'll put up slides at the end so people can get in contact with us and connect with us. Can I encourage you uh, to be a part of what we're doing uh, and to ask questions how you can help or more importantly are the people that we can help, that we can reach out to, that we can show love to and pour love upon them. And uh, this evening uh, we're going to close out uh, with one of my uh, favorite songs uh, from a dear friend of mine, and I know this will thrill the um, the Takora household, particularly Miss Esther, 
And uh, we're going to close tonight with uh, my dear friend Noel Robinson with Rain. God bless you. We love you and look forward to seeing you uh, in the coming week. Don't forget, we have uh, the uh, Hour of Power of Prayer on Friday at 9 a.m. next uh, Sunday morning at 10.30 and 6 p.m. Don't miss it. Have a great week. God bless you and we love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. God bless you.